Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Michelle Reekman. We are talking about simple ways to take care of your health while you're juggling it all. And this is a topic I think we can all relate to as moms, as business owners, wearing all of the hats, doing all of the things. So without further ado, Michelle, welcome into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I do online personal training, health coaching, and I teach yoga for women, especially with moms, because I'm also a mom of four. So I get having to keep it simple, quick and effective. I remember when my three youngest were little and they were all little. I started gaining weight. You know, I had sort of lost my pregnancy weight, started gaining weight. And I remember going up a flight of stairs and being out of breath and like, oh my goodness, like something needs to change. I'm way too young. And I knew that I could keep it simple because going up a flight of stairs doesn't take long. So I didn't need to work out for long. So I just started with small workouts, like 10 minutes to really sort of get myself back in shape and get started because it was hard. I was so busy with little ones and they need attention and there's grocery shopping and all these different things going on. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So when you first identified, you know what, I'm, I I should be able to walk up a flight of stairs without being out of breath. You said you started with 10 minute workouts. Now, did that involve going to the gym or was that just by incorporating simple things throughout your day around your house? Yes, going to the gym didn't quite work out with three little ones and it would be very inconsistent. I tried doing that, it just wasn't working. So yeah, for me, it really came down to working out at home and that is what I do with my clients too. You know, doing some real basic strength training at home with weights or bands or even doing yoga or just starting to go for a walk, Um, just getting more active, but keeping it really simple where you're not quite wasting time doing fluffy stuff or just driving and not staying consistent. Exactly. Because if it's not convenient believe me, it, you will not stick with it. So, you know, as a busy mom, it's really about finding what works for you. Now, what simple steps have you found that have really helped you gain that control and really regain control of your health? Yeah. So first was that idea I already hit on is just starting small. So people can start with five and 10 minutes. And if you stay consistent with that, you're going to notice a difference. And when you start moving a little bit, your energy is going to increase. Your mood is better. If you go outside, usually that helps too. So really starting with that small pieces so that you can stay consistent. Because when you start to move or do something every day, that becomes who you are. So you start to become someone, I move my body every day. It's just what I do. Even if it's not for very long, 
And then you start to believe that's who you are. And then you do that every day without really thinking about it. It gets a little bit easier because with most people, we know starting something is the hardest thing, especially it's like, oh, I don't want to work out. It just seems so hard. But we also know that when we have moved or exercise or walk outside, we feel better. So it's sort of getting over that hump and making it a daily thing so you can develop that consistency. Yeah, definitely consistency is so key. And it's like you said, getting started is the hardest part. But once you get into that routine, it's like, okay, it gets easier because you start to see those results, you know? Yeah. I think so many times people are like, well, I don't even have the energy to work out. Well, it, it's it's proven. It's science. You will gain that energy. It's just getting over yes. those self-limiting beliefs. And something that's helped me is just the the counting backwards of five, four, three, two, one. I'm just going to do it. Like, I just, I know I need to do this. Just making it one of those non-negotiables because it's easy as a mom to find 20 other things that need done before we take those 10 minutes out of the day. So I love that you said, you know, just start small, find those little opportunities throughout the day. Instead of scrolling, do 10 squats during a commercial, do it with your kids, get your kids involved. It doesn't have to be rocket science. What other tips can you give us? And really make it something you enjoy because especially if you're feeling that resistance to even get started is to start with something you enjoy. So I personally favor strength training or yoga, that strength training, because building muscle is so important as you age and it helps your hormones. But if that's not something you enjoy, don't start there. So maybe if you like dancing to music, turn on some of your favorite music and get moving. So finding something you enjoy or pairing it with something you enjoy. So maybe you don't like love going on a walk or it's really cold where you are and it sounds just terrible to go outside and walk is to maybe put on your favorite music or put on a podcast and pair it with something you enjoy so that you are getting that enjoyment while still doing something that feels really good to your body. Oh my gosh, what a great tip. And then, yeah, it takes some of the ick factor away. You know, it's like, all right, I want to be doing this podcast. Well, I can be moving while I'm listening to to a podcast. I don't have to be just sitting. You know, get out and walk and move it. Even our kids, we love, I am not an outdoorsy person at all. I absolutely have loved, we've started walking as a family. So we go all over um, our state, finding different places to hike. And the kids just love it. It's an adventure, but it's getting us all active. So we're doing something together. We're spending time together as a family. I like spending time with my kids, but yeah, then I paired it with physical activity, which, you know, I I don't think most people when they're first getting started really like wake up like, all right, I can't wait to work out and feel sore and, you know, get out of breath and get sweaty. No, but it is worth it. And it's developing those healthy habits. So what other suggestions do you have? Yeah. And going off of that a little bit is when you start incorporating your kids either with you or they're seeing you, that starts to become part of them. And, you know, childhood obesity is going up. I mean, kids are bombarded with like so many treats. I mean, they like go to soccer game and there has to be treats after like at school, all these parties. It's so much. So really also us demonstrating to our kids what we really want for them because we want our kids to be healthy and strong. So if we can incorporate them or show them this is what we do is really good. And just another idea with kids is like 
Nerf gun fights or freeze tag or just getting out and playing with them, that can count as a workout. And if you've played any of those games or tag with your kids, it <laughs> is a workout. And it's also fun. Like it may not sound fun to start with. Like when my kids ask me to play tag, I'm like, uh, and then yeah. I will, but like we have a lot of fun doing it. So not only are you moving and exercising, you're also feeling really good and creating that time with your family too. Right. And creating memories too, because you you look back at your life and I, I don't know about you, but I only remember a few gifts here and there that I got, but I remember those experiences. I remember the times that, you know, we did things as a family or you know, just all these different experiences that we had. That's what really creates those memories. And what a great gift to be passing on to your child, those memories and the gift of health too, because like you said, childhood obesity is skyrocketing. I mean, look at what age the kids are, you know, getting the cell phones and just glued to their phones. It's scary. Yes. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic I could talk about, but yes, I mean, really getting them. And I will also say, so my kids are five, 10, 12, and 15. And sometimes they'll complain, especially the 10 and 12 year old, like, I don't want to go on a walk or something, but really just getting them. And then the more you do it, the less they complain and trying to make it fun or maybe do something they like afterwards. So if you're getting that resistance from your kids, try to persist and find ways to make it a little more fun too. Love that. Love it. So one of the other things you had touched upon before we started recording was habits. How do habits play into all of this? Yeah. I mean, habits are key to whatever it is in your life, whether that's health or your business um, or your personal life. So when you start to develop a habit, you're going to have that resistance because anytime you're changing, change is really hard. You know, especially when it comes to health, I tell my clients, think it's not really hard to eat an apple with some peanut butter. Like that's not hard, but changing from eating a quick bag of chips to an apple with peanut butter is hard. So there's going to be that resistance at first when you're changing. So the more you can stay consistent at the beginning and really for about three months, because typically that 21 days to create a habit isn't quite true for most people. It's more like three months to really get the networks and the pathways in your brain to change and to really develop that strong neural connection. So trying to pick that habit and back to the idea of starting small so you can stay consistent and then you can create that change in your brain. And then it's just part of you. It's just what you do. Um, you know, and thinking of my health journey, like I eat a lot better than what I used to 10 years ago, but I didn't make a dramatic change at once. It's just been a slow change tweaking here and there. And so it's the same idea when you're starting something new. Definitely. And I, I think it's so important to touch upon that it's not an overnight process. You don't eat just one apple and suddenly you're healthy. It's, it's making those choices and that's where habits, yeah, they definitely play into it because over, um, it, it simplifies it in our brain. And like you said, it creates those new neural pathways that it's ingrained in us then. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so much we live in this diet culture and it's really hard because we always think when we want to change how we eat, we have to follow some diet to lose weight. Now, diets can be helpful for certain medical things, but when we're talking weight loss or health, they're usually not helpful. 
So a lot of times by the time my clients come to me, they're like ready to ditch the diets, but they just don't know how because we're so trained to be super strict and restrictive with our food. And it's really it just goes back to the idea of making those changes right where you are, what's sort of easiest and going to have that less resistance for you to start with so you can start to develop those new healthier habits that you can keep and not just do for a month or two of the diet and then not be able to stick with it. Right. So what we're really doing is we're just shifting it from being reactive to, okay, I need to lose weight. You know, these are, I haven't been eating well for years to being proactive, to making those better choices, to taking control of the choices we're making, making the choice to be active, making the choice to make better food decisions, but not setting ourselves up for failure from the get-go. You know, like you said, it's not a dramatic overnight change that that you're trying to change everything. Do you find that that's where a lot of people kind of set themselves up for failure is when they're trying to make these super dramatic changes overnight? Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people sort of get stuck in that all or nothing mindset. So they're either like all in on a diet or all in like, I'm going to exercise seven days a week, push really hard. And then they can't stick with it and they fall off and then they give up and they don't know what to do. It's like, there's no in between. There's no five to 10 minute workout. There's no just like eating a couple extra vegetables a day. And really it's that in between those little steps is what you're gonna sustain and what you're gonna feel better about. Because when you sort of go all in and then you can't sustain it and you give up, it sort of wrecks you a little mentally. Like you think you're a failure, you think you can't do that. And then you don't wanna start. You're scared to start because you are worried about failing again. So it really messes with that mindset a little bit when you do that and you gotta rework those thoughts. You gotta become aware of them before you even start something else that might be more sustainable. Right. I love that you said that. And just, you know, giving yourself grace. We're human. It's not going to be perfect. And just giving yourself the grace that, okay, today's a new day. Yesterday, I didn't eat so well, but guess what? Today is a fresh start. We can start over as many times as we need to, because that's what's strengthening those habits that we were talking about, right? Yes, absolutely. And just because you have a cookie or something doesn't mean you wrecked it. It's really working in having your treats or having whatever it is into your total health plan and not just seeing it as some narrow thing or not seeing things as bad. Of course, there's foods that are going to make us feel better make our body work better, but things aren't necessarily like terrible that we need to feel bad about it. And like we did something really bad. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times we do tell ourselves those stories that we have those narratives in our head that, I'm a failure. And it's like, no, eating a cookie did not make you a failure. Yes. And that's what people, they get stuck in. Then they do that. Then they don't even want to pick themselves up and move forward the next day. And it's what keeps holding them back. So that's what I talk through with a lot of my clients. And it's interesting. You'll hear someone saying this negative talk and it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, a lot of times we just don't even like really hear what we're saying about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and just getting quiet and listening to the listening to that narrative, it can be a little uncomfortable at first, but yeah, that's where your power is. When you identify that narrative in your head, when you identify those thoughts, that's where you can control things and start to make those better choices and create those positive changes. Michelle, this yeah. was 
fabulous information that you shared with our listeners today. Where can we learn more about you? Yeah. So on Facebook, I have a healthy mom club where I post free stuff. I have like free yoga classes I do and different Facebook lives. And then I'm also on Instagram at Michelle Reekman. Um, and of course my website. So I love to sort of get to know you guys and you guys to come into my world. Oh my gosh. I love it. Before we leave today, can you give our listeners one final takeaway or piece of advice? Yeah. So really listening to these different pieces we talked to, think about the one thing you guys need right now. So there's all these different pieces, but think about that one thing you can actually do and start making change and start there. You can let the other stuff go because once you focus in on that and you stay consistent with that, that's where you'll start to see some change. Incredible advice. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.